Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. We're joined with Randy Cook, as always, cooking things up in the studio and going to share some great thoughts with you this week, not only about finances, we've got some great guests coming on. But folks, at any point in time, if you want to reach out to us, give us a ring, 888-511-WALL. Again, 888-511-9255. you got a question for us, you want us to share it on the show, you got a question in general, you just want to see if you qualify for a second set of eyes, a second opinion, so to speak, on your portfolio, or visit us online, leanonthewall.com. There's a lot of previous shows as well. You can click on radio and media tab, and you'll be able to find us there. Or if you want to subscribe and listen to the show when you want, you know, as we talk each and every week, we're seeing more and more people, Randy, subscribe online. That's become the phenomenon. The internet is changing our world as we speak. Yes, indeed. And as you go online, you mentioned leanonthewall.com. Michael, why don't you drill down a little bit on that? Because when we say a second set of eyes, the second opinion, the second opinion service that you have, you know, there are people that listen to us, they're getting help with their finances, they're listening to a show like this, and if they are, they're wondering, am I getting the right advice? So tell me a little bit about that service that you offer and what that all entails. Really what that is, is this. Here's what we know. We're, we're not right for everyone. Not, not everyone's right for us. We're a boutique. Uh, we're in a place where, you know, for, we're really uh, the right fit for folks that want a tailored, more boutique, very personal approach with a firm that's been in this industry for some time and fully independent. And I think that's one of the things that we have is we do not have the pressures of some of these larger firms saying that you got to sell this and you got to sell that to different agents and advisors. So that's a beautiful thing. And here's really what people can expect, because it's my goal when we sit down with people to kind of have some discovery and understand really one of a couple things. The first thing is we sit down, we have a conversation, and that first meeting is really just that. We're not selling anything. We're not selling product. We're just talking about and asking a lot of questions about what this particular person's situation is. So if you're listening to this, folks, and you come in, you sit down, we're going to have some questions. We're going to talk about things. We're going to understand what are you trying to achieve? And number one, is there value that we can add to you? But then also number two, is there value that we can obtain as a business from from the client business relationship? So that's the first thing is, is this the right fit? They're going to find out it's the right fit. Second thing, maybe it's not the right fit. And we're going to look at everything and say, you know what? You did a great job. And the third thing is we say, okay, let's talk about some ways where if it is the right fit, we can move forward and help improve what you're doing. And not everybody is in a situation where they want to kind of, you know, dump all their eggs on the table at one time. We understand that. Some people manage their own wealth. Some people have other advisors. And that's exactly why, Randy, we've created a minimum. You know, our, our typical minimum, we have three divisions, uh, is a million dollars for the everyday client. We have a private wealth division, which is significantly more. And then we have a professional athlete division where we work with pro athletes and high performance uh, folks. So we've really created those specifics. So that way we can really dial in if somebody's in a situation where they're saying, you know, geez, I don't know that I want to hand over the keys to the entire kingdom of my portfolio. I still want to manage some of my own stuff or, you know, I still want to use the person in some degree that we're currently using, but we want a second set of eyes and we want a different approach on different pieces of the portfolio. And we found that that works just fine because quite honestly, over time, Randy, we're in a situation a lot of times where we're able to end up helping with more anyways, as they really see value in what we bring and what we provide. So that was a long answer to the question, but <laughs> that, that's really what we do. At the bottom of the page, you're going to see at leanonthewall.com, you'll see request my review. You'll see click here for a second opinion. That's a starting point for you. We encourage you to do that. If you're listening to the show and you're intrigued by what Michael says, why what Michael's all about, that kind of gives you a little snapshot right there of what he does. And we would love to have the opportunity, the privilege really of talking to you about it. Give us a call at 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255 or as we said, leanonthewall.com. 
Coming up next, our focus on health on the Wealth and Health Show. Dr. Lee Cowden talks about alternative medicine, successes with cancer treatment, and what you should know about the hours you spend on your cell phone. That's coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Hey folks, Michael Wall here. Those of you who know me are aware that I'm a strong believer in the American dream, success through hard work. But I also believe in giving back, and that's why I'm constantly on the lookout for organizations that improve the lives of those who need our help the most. And one of those organizations is the March of Dimes. The money raised by the annual March for Babies helps moms right here locally have healthy, full-term pregnancies. It also funds research to find solutions to the problems that threaten our babies. If you believe, as I do, that every baby deserves a fighting chance, then please join me in supporting the March of Dimes in whatever way you can. Find out how by going to marchforbabies.org. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wallmer. Joined uh, this segment with a special guest, Dr. Lee Cowden. He is really world-renowned. He's been all over the place, speaks, travels for groups and clinics all over the country. And he's the chairman of the Scientific Advisory Board. He's a professor of the Academy of Comprehensive Integrative Medicine. You can go to acimconnect.com to learn a little bit more there. Your rap sheet's so long here, so help us uh, understand how did you get into the health field and, and what causes you, Dr. Cowden, to continue to be driven to do what you do? Well, yeah, I, I moved into integrated medicine uh, back in the first few months of medical school because I moved from arid West Texas down to Houston where there's a lot of uh, you know grass and weeds and trees and mold and fungus <laughs> and everything else in the air, and I <laughs> developed allergic reactions to all that and got uh, went from allergic rhinitis to allergic sinusitis, then infective sinusitis, then bronchitis, and finally pneumonia. Wow. And uh, followed the advice of three different medical school chairmans, and I uh, got progressively worse. And thank goodness my wife's grandmother came to visit us and got me on some vitamins, minerals, and herbs, and I got well. Mm-hmm. I thought, my goodness, I need to learn what this woman knows, and I uh, take mm-hmm. with a grain of salt everything I learned in medical school after this. So it was really a, a self-realization as you were going through the healing process yourself and realized it's not just all about what the medical institution is, is feeding. It's about uh, natural things as well. Is that right? Exactly, yeah. And so I, so I still use some things that I was taught in medical school, but it's, it's a small percentage, maybe 5 or 10%. You know, in the uh, teaching that I do to other practitioners, I teach them how to use uh, electromagnetic therapies from uh, Germany or Russia. I teach them how to use uh, acupuncture from China, how to use uh, herbs from South America, etc. So, you know, all those have, uh, have healing capability. And uh, to think that we have all the solutions in the allopathic medical system in the United States is, is fairly uh, uh, ludicrous, actually. Yeah, it, it was, it's the- interesting to me. I know uh, you've had a variety of uh, really pioneering successful integrative treatments for cancer, Lyme's disease, a variety of other things, as well as co-authored six different books. As far as what you've seen out there, I was really intrigued. We're going to talk a little bit later about cell phone pollution. I think that's so predominant. But as you go and speak, is there any one thing that you see or two things that you see that is continually kind of pops up as questions as, as you go around the board? Well, I think one of the most uh, impactful things I see in taking care of people with physical disease is how often the subconscious emotions impact the physical disease. And uh, Dr. Reiki Hammer in Germany actually figured out that in, in many cases you can actually resolve cancer just by asking the right question the right way. The patient has an aha moment, and then the body starts a healing process. Wow. And, and so if we, if we can tap into that, understand how to resolve the subconscious emotions, I mean, we're, we're not going to usually be even, even aware of those. That's why they're called subconscious. But if you can figure out how to tap into that and resolve that, oftentimes you can resolve physical disease quickly. Now, is that something that you, when you travel, so you're, you're kind of discussing that, teaching on that. How, how do you see the reaction in the, in the medical field? Are most of the people that you're speaking with currently in that side, are they kind of open to the kind of holistic side of life? Or are they saying, no, you know, we have to stay on, the, on just one side of the aisle here? How, how, do you, how is that received, I guess, is my question. Well, in the, in the clinics where I teach, they're already in, uh, into and understand something about integrative medicine and are open to that uh, discussion. 
when I have large conferences of several hundred doctors, sometimes there's doctors there that have no understanding at all of integrative medicine and uh, kind of roll their eyes when they hear some of that uh, stuff. You know, the proof is in the pudding, as we say in Texas. You know, uh, <laughs> ask, ask a question and patient gets a complete resolution of a disease process. It's hard to say that that ha- didn't have any effect. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was noticing here, one of the books you wrote is create or co-authored, I guess, if you will, Create a Toxin-Free Body and Home. How important do you see that in our culture today, where we just have so much pollution, uh, not just you know from cell phone, which we'll talk about later, but also other things in general, foods we eat, etc.? Oh, it's, it's massive, and uh, it, it's estimated that this next generation will be the first generation that lives a shorter uh, period of time than the previous generation. So the toxins are, are so prevalent in the environment that we're developing all kinds of disease processes as a result, uh, can- mm. cancer included. And if we don't do something about that pretty soon, uh, we're going to, uh, you know, pollute ourselves into extinction. Now, if someone's out there and they're listening to this, and they have cancer current, and they're in a and they're in a situation where, or they know someone that has cancer of some degree, uh, and maybe they're not getting the resolution that they want, or, or you know, feel they should get, or whatever, are there recommendations that you would have as far as places that they can research or look, or maybe one of your books that you would recommend to kind of help guide them along their journey? Well, yeah, I, I wrote the first book on cancer back in uh, 1996. It came out in 97, called Alternative Medicine, Definitive Guide to Cancer. And most of the information that's in that book is still applicable today. Mm. It's an 1,100-page book, uh, 2,000 peer-reviewed references from the literature, and uh, interviewed, I don't know, 25, 30 doctors uh, that gave their, their own secrets about how they resolve cancer integratively when chemotherapy and radiation and surgery fail. Wow. Okay. So that's going, to be, that's going to be a great guide for people. And if they want to pick that up, that's available anywhere, I guess, right? Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. How could they find that? What's the best way to get that? Yeah. You, yeah. You can't find it at Barnes & Noble anymore, but you can find it on Amazon. And uh, about three years later, I wrote a, a shorter book. Uh, it's called Cancer Diagnosis, What to Do Next. Okay. And, and so the, you know, either one of those will give the person quite a bit of information. The, the, the bigger book, the first one, Alternative Medicine, Definitive Guide to Cancer, it has a lot more information in it, obviously. It's uh, yeah. 1,100 1, pages instead of 300 pages. Yeah, so that's maybe not a sit down and uh, have a two-day read, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, our special guest today, Dr. Lee Cowden. We're talking about things that can affect our health. We're going to get into a big one coming up next, but in the meantime, want to make sure you know how to get in touch with us. You can find us online real easy, leanonthewall.com. There you can also uh, ask a question. You can schedule an appointment with Michael to talk about your finances. And one of the things that we talk about every week, get a free review. Talk to Michael about a second opinion. Here's our number. It's 888-511-WALL. 888-511-9255. What influences do cell phones have on our health? Cell phone pollution. That's our topic next with Dr. Lee Cowden and Michael Wall coming up next on The Wealth and Health Show. Are you concerned with all of the uncertainty that's happening with our country today and how it can affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies and the host of the Wealth and Health Radio Show. I've written a simple, easy to read book that can help you cut through the nonsense in the financial world, as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions and how to be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com. Again, that's retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. We're having a great conversation with Dr. Lee Cowden. If you're not familiar with him, he is the chairman of the Scientific Advisory Board and professor of the Academy of Comprehensive Integrative Medicine that can be found at ACIM Connect. Uh, they are of Panama and the chairman of the Medical Advisory Board of Global Wellness Care Centers. He's also a board-certified cardiologist and an internist who is internationally known for a variety of different teachings. He teaches large groups all over the, over the world, really. He's authored six books and uh, really a great thought leader and thinker as far as preventative disease and uh, all of that goes with that. But Dr. Cowden, you know, I love what you mentioned there earlier about asking the right questions and kind of helping people move to the place of 
uh, healing, if you will. I know we see that as we we manage wealth in a boutique manner, asking the right questions helps people kind of go down the path of we're really where they want to go and what they want to do. And I know we talked initially, um, Dr. Cowden, about cell phone pollution. Obviously, cell phones, we kind of talked off air. I broke my cell phone. It dropped. <laughs> I won't cast any blame. I'm not saying who did it. Uh, but it did drop. And, uh, you know, so I got to go get a new one. And unfortunately, we live in a world, I know you do a lot of traveling. I do a fair amount of traveling as well. And, um, you know, it's just kind of become part of our culture, almost part of our you know, MO, if you will. And so why has this become such a great problem today? Let's start there, number one. And then number two, what are some remedies or some things that we can do to reduce the level of pollution that we're intaking? Yes, the cell phones, you know, create not just the thermal damage, which is what the government studies, but there's all kinds of other types of injury that occur to the body as a result of cell phones. And uh, a wise person would keep their, their cell phone on airplane mode as much of the time as they can, especially when it's against their body. Mm. If you have it out on the desk uh, several feet from you, you can keep it on on regular mode so that you can receive uh, texts and and, uh, phone calls. But uh, when you you do receive a a phone call, you know, don't put the thing up against your ear because you're you're zapping your brain. You know, the incidence of brain cancer is increasing as a result of people using cell phones that way. Mm. And so what you do is you instead answer the the phone on a speakerphone mode you know, and put it out there about uh, two or three feet and shout at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then <clears throat> when you... Uh, so if somebody says, are you shouting at me? Then you can say, yes, I am. Yes, that's right. When you answer the phone the right way, you're educating everybody that, that, that calls you, and, and so they become a little bit more aware of the mm-hmm. damage that they're doing to themselves as a result of, mm-hmm. of what you're telling them as you talk to them. You say... I'm answering you from my cell phone. I put it on speakerphone mode. I put it out about three feet, and I'm shouting at it so that you can hear me. But, uh, you know, it's best if we call each other back from a landline in a few minutes uh, so that we don't zap our brains. Mm-hmm. And so when you say, say all of that, they, they, you know, all of a sudden they have a realization that, hey, maybe I'm not doing something good for myself. That's a great point in that compounding effect. What about, you know, you're seeing this today a lot. You see a lot of people using Bluetooth devices I'm not a big fan of the Bluetooth device in your ear. I've never used one of those just because of the waves is what I've thought about. But, you know, we see that a lot. And then uh, we also see a lot of people are using Bluetooth, obviously, for their cars or streaming music or whatever it may be. What are your thoughts about those two options as far as technology goes? Well, I think Bluetooth is usually a bad idea, especially the one that goes in your ear. I had a, a, a naturopathic friend out in Phoenix, Arizona, who was using a Bluetooth. I said, oh, that's a bad idea. We shouldn't do that. He said, "No, I, I, you know, I'm only using it about uh, ten, ten to twelve hours a day, <laughs> not all the time." <laughs> and, uh, and so, so about uh, about six months later, he had a brain cancer. Six months after that, he was dead. And, Is that uh, right? Yeah. So it's a dangerous thing, I think, to do that. And uh, I think we should, uh, you know, again go back to, you know, keeping the phone on airplane mode as much as possible and, and answering it on speakerphone mode. And when you charge it, don't charge it right next to your bed. You know, put it in a, in a distant room, maybe close enough where you can still hear it ring if it rings in the night, if you have to get a call in the night. But but don't keep it right next to your bed charging. Bad idea. Yeah, well, that's 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 good tips there as far as what to do. What, what about the book that you wrote here or co-authored, I guess, in uh, 2014? Or maybe you wrote this one on your own, help me clarify, but bio, Bioenergetic Tools for Wellness. What is that all about? Well, that's the uh, the different types of evaluative techniques that use uh, the, the uh, quantum physical principles of the body to do the evaluation. You know, we have a little bit of quantum physics in uh, in medicine. Uh, for example, the electroencephalogram, the electro electrocardiogram, the magnetic resonance imaging, functional testing. But most of the testing that's done in medicine is done not with the quantum physical aspects of the body, but with the chemical aspects of the body or the structural aspects of the body. You know, the first thing that changes in a person's health when they're heading toward illness is the is the quantum physical. And then the next thing that happens is the biochemical and physiological, and the last thing that happens is anatomical. Hmm. And so we're, in, in allopathic medicine, we're using the least sensitive measure of illness, uh, which is the anatomical scans, you know, CT scan and x-rays and stuff like that, to mm-hmm. tell us what's going on when we could find things out a lot earlier if we used the, uh, the you know the quantum physical evaluation. 
I think it's interesting as you go, you know, the idea I love, uh, you know, I had an interview earlier this year with Vince Gill and one of the things that he said to me, obviously a great artist, you know, over 20 Grammys, really, really good guy, solid guy, conservative, great values. And one of the things he said to me is he said, you know, in life, sometimes we just need to get out of our own way. And I love the fact that you're not only a student of your field, but also, you know, you're interacting and connecting with things from all over the world and bringing those things in. A lot of times I think, you know, people can get too obtuse in their thinking and not be in a place where they kind of branch out in that thinking. I, I want to ask you, this is just kind of a last question, and this has been a, a great segment. I appreciate it. Maybe we'll reconvene this here at another time. But I know you had talked about off air uh, here a little bit, the idea of things that people don't know about that are creating issues with their health. And I was wondering if you might share with the listeners out there uh, what you would suggest is maybe just what is just one thing out of those things that people are unaware of that might really change or could really change or affect their health in general, but that they're just probably not even thinking about. Yeah, one of the biggest uh, effects on the physical health other than the emotions uh, and the uh, foods that we eat uh, is the, uh, de- are the dental issues. And uh, <clears throat> there's a couple of books that have been written. Uh, one is called It's All in Your Head by Hal Huggins. And he's not talking about psychiatric illness. He's talking about the, the dental metals in the mouth and the root canals and the teeth and, and the, the infections in the jawbone where you've had uh, teeth extracted causing physical uh, illness. And uh, the, the, other, the other great book that was written was Root Canal Cover-Up by George Meinig, M-E-I-N-I-G. So he summarized all the research that's been done since Dr. Western Price back in the 1920s and 1930s all the way up to about 1980-something when he uh, wrote the book. And, uh, and it's amazing how much uh, uh, improvement you can get in a patient's health just by doing the right things inside their mouth or how much illness you can create by doing the wrong things inside their mouth. So it's just kind of really paying attention. I know our dentist recommends and we utilize, uh, I can't even remember what it is right now, but it's a, um, it's a mouthwash that we use, and then there's also something else that he suggests every morning to kind of swish and do and whatever. And it's just, you know, talking about releasing the toxins in, in the mouth and all that sort of thing. And that was just something that I wasn't even aware of. It's, it's amazing. So obviously that's a yeah. big topic. Is that well received today for, by most folks predominantly? No, it's not. That's why it's important for people that are listening to read the books to understand the, uh, the impact mm-hmm. of the mouth on the rest of the health. And uh, most, most uh, allopathic medical doctors are completely clueless about the uh, relationship between what goes on in the mouth and what goes on in the rest of the body. You know, but I've had patients before that were in a wheelchair, crippled uh, with uh, body-wide arthritis, that were able to get up and jog within a few days after they got all the, all the infection cleared out of the jawbone that was left there by uh, you know, improper uh, dentistry previously. Wow. That's that. That's amazing. And if that isn't, you know, the as you, the old proof in the pudding, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and if that's if that's not proof, I mean, then then you're not paying attention, I guess. Well, Doctor Cowden, I've really enjoyed the conversation. I'd love to have a conversation at some point in time here in the future, and we can continue to share thoughts if that's okay with you. That'd be great. Yeah, and for folks, if you want more information, uh, you can go to acimconnect.com. There's a bio about Dr. Cowden there. He's going to be speaking at a variety of different conferences uh, this coming year. And uh, Dr. Cowden, anything else that you would like to share with listeners before we uh, end this segment? Well, I, I would just encourage everyone that's listening to become at least a free member in the Academy. And uh, and then once they become a free member, there's quite a few free courses on there that they can listen to and, and learn some things that will positively impact their health and the health of their loved ones. It's all about learning. If we don't, uh, if we're ignorant, mm. then how can we uh, make a change in our life? But if we become educated about our health, then uh, then we can make a change and, and make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. A wise man will attain unto wise counsel. Right. Really, really important. Uh, So ACIMConnect.com is where you can go to learn more. Uh, Folks, as always, you can go to LeanOnTheWall.com and you'll be able to uh, link back to these shows and listen to that. Just click on the radio media tab, learn about that. But Dr. Calvin, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day and joining us today. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. Coming up next, we'll take our microphones out on the street for our Ask Michael segment. How often do you check your financial accounts? Your answers and what Michael says you should be doing coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? 
I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. You can find us online at leanonthewall.com. Well, Michael, we're going to do our Ask Michael segment. We've got a lot of people that have a lot of questions. We go out on the street to find out what they are. Here we go. Can I ask you something? I've been wondering. Let me ask you a question. Here's a question for you. All right. One of the things that we want to know about is our accounts and how often we should be looking at them and taking all of that in. Sometimes it gets a little overwhelming. So we took our microphones out and said, how often do you look at your accounts? Last week. I feel like I'm comfortable with it. I look at it on a regular basis, and I also go online and look when the market starts moving up and down. I will go in and look and, and see where I'm at and what I'm doing and so on and so forth. But I do monitor all my accounts. Those people seem like they're pretty in touch. Michael, should <laughs> do, do we get a little carried away with this? How often should we really be looking at these things? Well, you know, I think sometimes people can get carried away. Listen, there's nothing wrong with eating candy. Just don't eat it all, all the time and too much, you know, because it's bad for your body. Uh, listen, I love chocolate. So, if, you know, if, if, you, if you eat too much chocolate, it can be bad for you. If you eat just the right amount, it can be okay for you. I, think, I really think that's kind of the same thing. You know, if you are too into your financial scene, now hear, hear me out, folks. I'm not saying don't pay attention to your money. I am not saying don't pay attention to what's happening. We see a lot of people come in because they're not paying attention or they don't know what's going on. And that's really important. Uh, but at the end of the day, Randy, I think the big key here is, you know, you don't want to be in a place where you create financial paranoia, right? You want to stay away from that. One of the ways that can occur is by looking at your accounts too often. If you are in a situation where you have a plan that is designed and created for time, and most of the time, if you're in the market, obviously you're in a situation where it's an overtime situation, five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever. Looking at the accounts each and every day is, is not going to cause you to be less stressed when you go home at night. You know, if you just if you just pick up your phone, you say, I'm just going to check the stock market real quick every night before you go to bed. I can guarantee you, because I've done it before, you're going to be in a situation where you're not going to sleep as well, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why you need to have the right plan in, the, in place in the beginning. So that way, you know how much risk you are or are not taking. And, and for us, you know, a question we always like to ask is, what do you do if your advisor gets it wrong? What systems are in place if your advisor gets it wrong? Because we're, we're human. We're not perfect. So we have systems that we've put in place that if we get it wrong, there's some backups, which, which I think is really, really important because you're dealing with people's wealth. They've worked their whole life for what they have. So I think over monitoring can lead to financial paranoia and we want to avoid that. But, you know, consistent, you know, once a week, once every two weeks, once a month. Listen, some of our clients don't look at their accounts, you know, every quarter. They, you know, they know it's being taken care of and, mm -hmm. and they don't care. Um, so I guess it just really comes up, up to the person. But I think every day is a little much, unless you just <laughs> love the market and you're buying and selling and, and you're day trading. Gotcha. All right. Another question that we had for people is kind of going along with exactly what you said. Do you have a written financial plan? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure. That would probably be a question for my husband. Uh, got a budget. I do have a written plan for my retirement based on some investments I have, and then I know what my projected is for Social Security. But other than that, that's about it. Okay. So, Michael, what are the components of a good written financial plan? Well, it definitely has to be holistic. And, you know, sometimes it, it's, it's got to be written. Sometimes it doesn't. It depends on the person. But at the end of the day, it definitely has to be talked about and talked through a holistic plan, I think, is huge, Randy, because what it does is it gives the investor, it gives the client, it gives the consumer, whatever word you want to use, you know, the faith that everything that, that is needed is being taken care of. And what do I mean by that? Well, you know, you're in a situation where a lot of people focus primarily on their money, their wealth. Uh, how much did I make today? How much did I make this month? How much did I make this year? And, and those are all good things. Obviously, we want to pay attention to that, right? But Randy, I think what's even even more important sometimes than that, uh, even though that's very important, 
you know, protecting wealth is important. We, we really, from my perspective, we like to look at a client's wealth as though they are the CEO of their portfolio or of that business. You know, somebody's got a million bucks or 10 million bucks or a hundred million dollars or whatever the number is, they're the CEO of that company, right? And now it kind of just sheds a little different light on the topic. So now our focus isn't just, okay, we're going to make how much money? Now it's saying, okay, well, what are some of the factors that come into a business and in particular this business that we need to worry about? Well, risk mitigation. What does that mean? Well, what happens if somebody sues you? What kind of layers of protection do you have in place if somebody sues you? What happens in the, in the instance that, you know, taxes go up in the future and they're probably going to go up. So what are you doing right now currently? Uh, what kind of advice have you been receiving currently? Uh, and pro- it's got to be proactive, by the way. So if you're, if you have an advisor, the advice you should be getting, you're paying for advice. The advice should be proactive. They should be bringing it to you. You, the listener, those of you out there, you should not be bringing advice to your advisor. Hey, I heard this and I heard that. What do you think we should do about that? Well, that kind of gives you an idea. They're probably not holistic in nature, okay? Uh, so we need to be in a situation where we're dealing with taxes. What are we? What strategies are we looking to implement to reduce taxes? You know, Danny Lasseter, uh, we've talked about her before, Randy. She's my partner in Wall, Lasseter & Company, which is a separate company, and it's focused for advanced tax planning. Uh, for those that are in the Palm Beach area, they'll know uh, Palm Beach Atlantic University, the Lasseter Education Center. That's Danny's family. And, you know, the focus there, as she came out of doing what she did, she was a, a business attorney at Gunster for a long time, uh, for a little while, really, I should say. And then we connected. It was the right fit. And now we focus uh, and that end and also in the planning side to how can we minimize taxation? So that's another spoke, another piece of the pie that as a business owner, we need to take care of. So we got to minimize risk, lawsuits, uh, market risk. Uh, we need to worry about taxation. We need to talk about long-term care insurance, long-term care in general. What are we going to do with that? Uh, whether you can self-insure or not, most of our clients, Randy, can self-insure, but does it make more financial sense for the company, for the business to use a certain portion of its interest uh, to fund and, and fund that risk and deflect and defer that risk somewhere else. Uh, so that's another thing that we discuss. And, uh, you know, just a variety of other things, legacy planning, estate planning, uh, are, are we looking to give money to charities? All of these things come into the picture and we need to look at them all because if we just look at just growing our money, we're missing a lot of it. Uh, an example that I like to use is, listen, Folks, if you're listening to this out there, think about it like this. Let's say you had some planning that was being implemented that allowed you the ability on your portfolio to save 10 to 15% a year in taxes. Now, I'm not saying you'll be able to do that, but let's just use this as an example. If that were the case, in my eyes, if you can save 10 or 15% in taxes, that's just like making 10 or 15%, Randy. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really important that you evaluate it all. So those things, uh, minimizing risk, long-term care, estate planning, uh, tax planning, you know, protecting the wealth, growing it reasonably and having it set up correctly, as well as uh, protecting against lawsuits and other things are all vital in that plan. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. You can get in touch with us as well at 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. Get a second look, a second set of eyes on where you are right now. I always say there's two different kinds of people listening to this show. Some have a financial advisor, some don't. If you have an advisor and you're listening right now and you'd like a fresh set of eyes on what you've got going right now, give us a call. Again, it's 888 888- 511 wall or online leanonthewall.com. We'll get Michael's view of what's going on in the markets right now and more. That's next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Are you concerned with all of the uncertainty that's happening with our country today and how it can affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies and the host of the Wealth and Health Radio Show. I've written a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you cut through the nonsense in the financial world, as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions and how to be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com. Again, that's retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show.
Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. Get in touch with us at 888-511-WALL. We have this radio show, Michael, so people get a kind of a, a window into your soul and why you are who you are and why you do what you do. But why don't we talk about that a little bit? Because people tune in and out of the radio show. They come in. We have new listeners coming in all the time to, you know, we want to reintroduce you to them. And tell us a little bit about what it is that drives you to help people with their money and why we do this. Well, you know, I, I kind of an interesting story, Randy. I, I got into the game back in, you know, basically 2001. Uh, I can't believe it's almost 16 years now. <laughs> I'm dating myself. I'll be, I'll be 40 next year. Uh, let me say 40 in 2017, unless you're you listening to this later on in the future. But, you know, I'm in a situation where I kind of get in backwards. I started out doing long-term care insurance and we did it because of need. My grandmother had Alzheimer's and then really dementia, then Alzheimer's. And I got into that. And then, you know, just working with folks there shortly after a lot of people, we, we really spent our time and researched that industry. And a lot of people asked me questions about finances. A lot of people that we were assisting with long-term care insurance initially were 50 or older. And, uh, you know, that was in the Pennsylvania market primarily at that time. And, you know, say, hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that financially? And so we branched out and and did that. And, and 2010 to 2011 is when we really started breaking the waves of media, if you will, and uh, did our first interview on Squawk Box in 2011, CNBC Squawk Box. And then we did After the Bell and Bloomberg and all these other things. And so God really opened some neat doors there for us as our story continued to grow. Obviously came down to Florida, you know, years ago and uh, continued the market here and, and doing what we do here. But you know, to me, Randy, the passion has always come be around and behind. I, I saw my dad, you know, and he had a heating and air conditioning business, which, you know, in Florida, you just have air conditioning, but <laughs> in Pennsylvania, you need heat as well. And, you know, it was something where he's always worked hard. He had rentals. He did things, saved well. He made a nice living for himself and he's done very well. But, you know, there was some financial decisions. He wanted to put some money away back in the mid, late 80s and early 90s. And he really just took the advice of people. And that, that was a friend, really, that said, hey, do this, do that. And it just didn't work out the way it was presented. And that really became a lot of passion for me, along with the fact of as I was working with people to say, you know what, there's a lot of people out there, good people, that have worked hard for what they have. You know, contrary to what, you know, the, the Obama administration says that basically if you build a business, you didn't build it, we did. Well, that's not the way I think and the people that we work with, that's not the way they think. You know, they've worked hard for what they have. And so that really became a passion, Randy, of, you know, okay, what can we do to continue to help people? And as we've prayed through things, we really realize that being in the financial game uh, is really where we've been called to be. And it's been a great blessing over the years. And, and that's why really the show, that's where the show came from. I wanted to be in a situation where we wanted to be able to share thoughts and ideas, Randy, that would really help people. You know, I mean, we can't get into every specific as far as do this or do that, because I don't know everyone's situation out there. It's like doing a haircut through the phone. And, and that's why we give the opportunity to, you know, see if people qualify for our second opinion service and all of that. But yeah, I mean, that's that's really where this show came from and the evolution of what we do. And then obviously the advanced tax planning is really important. As a business owner and growing a business over 16 years, we have a couple companies now, you know, we're in a situation where as you make more money, it's a great thing, but you start paying a lot more money in taxes. So a couple of years ago, I went and I got a, another designation, an advanced tax planning designation. There's only about 400 of us in the country connected with Danny Lasseter. She's a tax attorney, worked for Gunster, and she can kind of came came with us and, uh, you know, really been a, been a great story. So, uh, but I didn't want to have a show that just talked about finances because for me, even though I'm in the financial industry, if I sit down and I listen to a show talking about financial stuff for an hour, for an hour, I'm bored. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, give me what I need to hear. So I wanted it to be motivational. I wanted it to have value. I wanted it to share thoughts of what other people are thinking and also have really great guests. And I think the shows that we've had over the years, Randy, have done just that. And we've had the opportunity and really been blessed to have not only great guests, but hopefully provide great content and uh, give people an outlet where they can say, you know what, here's somebody that maybe we want to check out and, uh, you know, look at getting a second set of eyes or just connecting with in general. We're not right for everybody, but a lot of people out there, we are. And uh, that's really the passion. You know, so it all started with what's what happened with my family, you know, branching out to finding solutions to how we can really help people. And that's really why we do what we do. Well, Michael, we always want to get your take on what's going on out there right now. And the markets seem to continually either be going up or we're, we're kind of headed in that direction. What's your take on what's happening right now? 
But, you know, Randy, it's really important because we can be in a situation where we can get, I call it financial amnesia. You know, it's one of the chapters in the book and we can forget the past. And so one of the things that we have to remember We have to remember, folks, listen, I am not a pessimist in any way, but we must remember that we are at market highs. We're in a situation where if we look at the history of what got us to where we are today, 2008 was a pretty catastrophic drawdown, a pretty catastrophic drop in the markets. And a lot of people may forget, but hopefully you remember when I share it, the idea of quantitative easing. Quantitative easing is simply nothing more than a Federal Reserve printing money, pumping money into the systems through buying treasuries. And basically that QE, there were several sessions of QE over the 2009 to 2014 years. And if you look at the growth in the markets, Randy, during that time, the markets were solidly moving forward during that season. But the times that QE was shut off, in other words, if you had a spigot, folks, if you can imagine or picture a spigot in your mind or a faucet, depending on uh, what generation you came from, (laughs) if you have a faucet in your mind, you see water running out of the faucet, filling up a bucket, okay? So the economy is the bucket. And as that water's coming out of the faucet, that, that water is filling up the bucket, filling up the bucket. And that's money being pumped from the government. So it's a good thing uh, we're getting more water in the bucket. The problem is there were seasons where that faucet or the money's being pumped into the system in a fancy term called quantitative easing. There were seasons where that was shut off. And Randy, the seasons where that faucet was shut off and that money was shut off coming into the system, the market, the overall market, the Dow Jones, S&P, they were collectively negative about 27% during the times where QE was paused, during the times where QE was shut off. So what that tells us is, yeah, the markets were moving forward in 2009 to 2014, but a lot of that movement came from the, from the markets getting capital, the markets getting monies being infused into the markets in general, QE in general. Now, I know there were some businesses growing, things happening, but remember, money is what moves things, folks. And if there's no monies being pushed into things, then things don't move like they maybe are when money's being pushed into them. And we have to ask ourselves the question, yeah, we're at market highs. Yeah, we're at new changes, so to speak, with the administration and all that. But what is going to happen 2017 and beyond with markets? I don't. I still believe, Randy, we're going to see some significant pullback or drop in markets at some point in time. However, we want to position ourselves in a place that regardless of what happens with markets, whether they drop or whether they continue to move forward, we're positioned in such a way that we're ready for either direction. No one knows the future for sure, but we got to remember those things. And one last caveat, I've been talking about this in the past, Randy. There's a lot of corporate buybacks that have been happening as well. And those are all things that we want to keep in mind, folks, as we're looking at direction for the market in the future. You know, last year when the interest rate went up, we had a very, very poor start to 2016. This was yeah. exactly what happened last year. We didn't have anything happen all year long, then one quarter of 1% in December, and then down she went. I mean, it's kind of what you're saying there, Michael. I, I know that that analogy that they use about the punch bowl is the economy is the party and the fed brings the punch bowl and as soon as the party gets going they pull the punch bowl and that's basically (laughs) that's basically what they're doing right now they're saying okay all of this business with us keeping rates down is coming to an end and now the rates are going to go back up again who knows what the market's going to do and that might be a great start to your conversation with michael as you request a review if you go to our website right now leanonthewall.com if you go down to the bottom it'll say request a review it's it's click here for a second opinion basically we know that a lot of you have a financial advisor and you might wonder right now what that plan is and if that plan is still really working for you. Why not get a second set of eyes? Why not sit down with Michael and say, all right, this is what I have. Is it really working for me? And if it is, fantastic. We part ways and that's great. If it's not, wouldn't you like to know right now? Go to our website, leanonthewall.com. Request a review or just give us a call. 888-511-WALL. 888-511-9255. We're going to come back. What is Donald Trump proposing? They're going to change in the tax brackets. That's coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. 
Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Leanonthewall.com is where you can find us. You can also get us by phone. It's 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. Make sure when you're on the website, you take a look at the new book, the new edition of Retire Once, Retire Well. It's now available out there. And Michael, I know you're excited about that as well. Uh, You really am. I'll tell you, that's been a great blessing. The first book, we were blessed to have it be a, a bestseller. Uh, second edition, we just kind of really, you know, Randy, we wanted it to be more of a conversation. Um, you know, so many people are reading stuff and they're using their Kindle, they're using their, you know, iBooks, or they're using technology to read. And we purposely made that book. I mean, it's it's a paperback book. It's a physical book. And we're probably not going to make it an, e- an e-book. It's not going to be available probably on Kindle. And the reason is, is we want to encourage interaction. You know, it's hard to do a lot of writing and interaction on your on your pads. And, and you lose some sensory. You lose the ability of, of some of your senses. And so we want people to uh, interact and work with the book and actually be in a place where they can retain what they've learned, retain and, and have a conversation, so to speak, with the book. That was the fun part about it. You know, I really wanted to write it as a conversation conversation. And that's hard sometimes. You know, you don't get that so much in books today. So we got a site specific to that, Randy. If folks aren't aware of it, they can go to retirewellbook.com and pick up a copy. Again, retirewellbook.com. Or you can keep it real simple. Just go to leanonthewall.com and you can look there. But I wanted to share a thought. You know, um, I'm a big believer of the fact that we all have a particular purpose in life. And there's a verse here in, in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do good things he has planned for us long ago. And folks, I'll tell you, you know, I just want to encourage you in a moment here uh, with that fact. You are created specific. You know, I think of Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. I believe that we all have been, have been endowed with gifts and abilities that are unique to each and every one of us. I love what Zig said back in the day. He said, you know, there's too many people, there's too many folks in life that go to the grave with their music still in them. They have all these talents and abilities, but for the fact of fear, for the fact of not wanting to step out, for the fact of just uncertainty, they don't step out and they don't use the gifts. Folks, I want to encourage you to really look deep within yourself and say, what can I do? What are the talents? I don't care your age. You could be 95, you could be 15. It doesn't matter the age. You know, age is nothing more than a number. You know, it's, it's, it's the reality of what are you doing with the talents and gifts and abilities that you currently have? If God's blessed you with a tremendous amount of wealth, a lot of our clients are coming in. They've been blessed financially. That's why they're getting a second opinion. They want to improve what they're doing. They want to always look for new opportunities, Randy. Use it. Use what you've been blessed with uh, to benefit and, and benefit others. And I think, Randy, that's just something I've been so passionate about recently is the idea of just adding value and giving back and really challenging and spurring on others to do the same because that's what's going to change our culture. You know, you're talking about Trump and, and taxes and, and changes in plan and healthcare and all these different things that we're hearing in the media. Well, we want to be at a place that says, listen, we, there's a lot of things that are going on out there, but who's really going to change this country and the world is you and I. I love the song from Michael Jackson. It talked about looking in the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Man in the mirror. Yep. And, you know, it, it start here. Start with me. And, and that's what I, that's what I want to really challenge you on, folks, is what are you doing in your life to change you, to be a better version of you, to impact others? And that's really what we need to be doing. We've all been given different gifts and abilities. Ours just so happens to be in the financial realm. And at the end of the day, that's what we do. But we use it as a platform, uh, Lord willing, to challenge and encourage others to be a better version of themselves. We, we say nobody knows the future. We know mm-hmm. that. Well, we know that from Scripture. Nobody knows the future. But we also yeah. know when it comes to pr- trying to peer into the, the spyglass, we don't know what's going to happen financially. But we can sit here and say, okay, if this were to occur, this is how it could possibly affect affect you. So mm-hmm. why don't we go there a little bit, Michael? Donald sure. Trump says that he wants to take the tax brackets from seven down to three. Mm-hmm. So to me, that means I may either move up or I may move down. So when you talk to people, what does that do to them? Does that make a, a 401k different? Does it make a Roth different? Does it make how I save different? If they narrow the tax brackets, what are we going to be talking about here? Well, uh, that's a great question, Randy. The thing that you have to look at is tax brackets change over time. Okay, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but you know they think, oh my goodness, the taxes we're paying now, and they are high. Don't get me wrong. When you, I mean, virtually everything that we buy is taxed. Okay, Um, but at the end of the day, tax brackets, federal tax brackets, anyways, are really at historic lows. 
Okay. Now, if they go down even further, that could be a great thing as far as momentum for the economy, certainly. But one of the things we have to remember is tax brackets can change over time, whether it's president to president, whether it's Senate Congress to Senate Congress, you know, regardless of what it is, they're going to change over time because laws can change. We've seen that happen. You know, Obama was really interested in getting the Affordable Care passed and uh, some people call it Obamacare. And now Trump's saying, hey, we want to kind of rescind that. We want to take that off the table. So you're going to see transition over time. I think the biggest thing is you want to do two things. Here's what we know. We know that the debt on the system is a big deal. The debt on the country is a big deal. So we want to, we want to try and implement strategies that can help us to take care of what we're doing here and now, but also try and have some future forethought. You know, there's some planning that we can do. You know, it's almost like kind of becoming your own bank, so to speak. There's some planning and technology and strategy that we can implement to portfolios, really, Randy, that can be more of a well-rounded approach that gives people the ability to grow money in a more tax-free basis. So you want to be looking at your monies and you want to say, okay, there's two things that I want to do. Okay. One thing I want to do from a tax perspective is I want to look at how much of my money is growing in a tax deferred manner. That means that you're not paying taxes on it now, but you're going to pay taxes on it later. The other thing that you want to be looking at is with my portfolio, what am I doing to grow monies and and reposition monies, not just to make money on my money, but reposition monies to grow money, Randy, in a way that we are growing in a tax free manner. That means we're no no longer or never going to have to in the future pay taxes on that money. Those are two crucial conversations that you need to have when you're looking at your portfolio. And the reason is because now when you're looking at that, again, if you can save 10 or 15% in taxes over time, that's just like making money from my eyes and from a lot of the clients that we're working with. So we're seeing a lot of that, Randy, not just you know, positioning the portfolio can be kind of easy. Finding the right plan for the portfolio can be kind of easy because it's just an everyday thing that we do. But going into it a little bit deeper and talking about tax planning, that's another level that we really need to look at uh, because that can really make small tweaks can make big differences. You know, it's like the old oak tree, right? You don't, you don't knock the oak tree down with one uh, swing of the ax. It's several swings repeated that actually knocks that thing down. So we need to make sure that we're doing that and keeping an eye on it, a proactive approach with the portfolio so we can get the desired result, uh, which can ultimately, uh, hopefully allow us to live a better life and to provide more value all around. Those are things that we need to be looking at to make sure we're maximizing it. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. You can find us online, leanonthewall.com. If you go down to the bottom of the page there, you can say, see the button that says request a review. You know, if you're listening to the show today and you say, you know, I heard everybody talk about income strategy, income strategy, but has anybody discussed with you a tax strategy? Put more money in your pocket. Well, that's kind of what Michael is talking about today. And you can do just that with a conversation. Here's our number. It's 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. While you're there, take a look at the bottom of the page. It says request a review. That's free. We would love to have that opportunity, the privilege really of talking to you about where you want to be in the future with your money, what you want to do in retirement and how we may be able to help you. Michael, we just have a few moments left. We'll give you the last word for today. I just want to challenge you this next week to look to add value to someone Uh, that can give you nothing in return. Look to add value to someone that can give you nothing in return. And until next week, uh, if you missed previous parts of the show, visit us at leanonthewall.com. But until next week, here's to living well in any economy. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now.